0: Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about being focused during supervision. This week, we read How to Be Less Distracted, published in Psychology Today, 2022. 2022. (laughs) And the first point in the article is that distraction is driven by discomfort. That feels like a big statement. Mm -hmm. Do you think your distraction, when you feel distracted, it's driven by something that you're uncomfortable
1: with? I think probably now that I evaluate that statement a little bit, but I originally thought, well, I could argue that the other way. I'm distracted because I have too many things going on or too much stuff, but I guess Mm -hmm. that could be discomfort, discomfort, right? Yeah. So I think it could be. I think if I'm distracted, actually, I had supervision this morning Mm -hmm. and I was definitely distracted by what my associate was sharing because she works at an outside agency and I was not necessarily in agreement with how they were handling some behavior management things. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, I was definitely distracted by what she was saying. I kept asking very clarifying questions and I don't, and I think our topic got a little off course because I was so caught up in the details she was sharing. Hmm. Yeah,
0: I think I'm trying to imagine. I, I think it, Maybe the first example of this that came to mind was a physical discomfort. Mm -hmm. If I am thirsty. Right. Hot, cold, whatever. I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Then I'm definitely distracted.
1: That's a great actual example of like so many times, how many times we open the door and see like back to back clients. And you're like, oh, yes, I actually should probably take a break. Mm -hmm.
0: But I I think you're right. Then um, being distracted at maybe about. What's being said in supervision or some other thought? I can be distracted by that. And that could be typically a discomfort. Can, do you think it ever happens where you're distracted because you're thinking about something that's just really happy and the opposite of uncomfortable?
1: The only time I can think of that ever maybe happening to me is when I'm about to leave on vacation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think I get distracted because there is this is the last thing I have to do before I'm out of here, or this mm-hmm. is the last, like, mm-hmm which is happy in itself but I think kind of a discomfort right a discomfort that I'm still Mm -hmm. in it
0: I think if I like thought about a small picture Mm -hmm. discomfort that I can be distracted in supervision if like you were describing your supervisee is describing something that you're uncomfortable with and so then you're you are thinking about supervision and you are thinking about the supervisee and their situation but I can see myself getting distracted enough that I'm not, I'm missing right. their meaning right, or their emotion related mm-hmm. to it because I'm in my head thinking, I can't believe they let them do that right. <laughs> or what or, you know, just whatever side thought mm-hmm. I've gotten myself distracted with. So I think that, that could be a discomfort. Right. Maybe not the way we usually think of using that word.
1: Right. And I think you could also be distracted if, or actually from the supervisees side. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're distracted by what they need to share, or maybe they're second guessing themselves. And so they're sharing very maybe flatly or not connecting any emotion to it because they're uncomfortable with what they're sharing. And that could be something that they're experiencing on that side.
0: Yeah, I think I can I see that happening or I can imagine that happening. Maybe I'm, I want to go over, I always, I I typically start supervision and say, okay, let's make room for logistic things if we have to talk about scheduling or payment or something like that. But if they're thinking, I've got to talk about this client,
1: it was really important this week that they might miss. Something simple, like, oh yeah, next week I need to meet on Wednesday instead of Thursday, Mm -hmm. something, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay, so our discomfort, their discomfort can equal distractions. All across. Coming from that place, yeah. <laughs> okay. One of the solutions to being distracted in supervision or otherwise is to turn things into a game. Okay. What do you think that means?
1: Well, I think if you make it fun, you're going to be more engaged, right? Mm-hmm. But I think fun could look like lots of different things. True. I think sometimes for myself, if I'm busy writing notes or doing something that, you know, is maybe more tedious that I don't enjoy as much, I kind of always give myself the carrot. At the end, oh, like, I do that, you know. And after I do this, then I can whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I'm telling myself I'm going to sit down and write today's worth of notes. right? And I think, oh, I don't want to write all those notes. Mm-hmm. And so, but then I'll tell myself, okay. But when you're when I'm done with these notes, then I'm going to take a do- the dog for the walk right. for a walk, right? Or something that
1: gets you more appealing or right. interesting. I think I, that's how I play a game. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'll even tell myself, okay, I wonder if I get really focused if I can write this note in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. And it, like, right, kind of play a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, that. I think I do that with other things also. That, And I think that my parents do this, and that's where it came from. Maybe I'm going to clean the office. Mm-hmm. I definitely turn on
1: music. Absolutely. Make it a little more enticing. Mm-hmm. We do that at home as well. In fact, I even do that when I am in my office at here at a building not at home but when I'm in my office if no one else is here I always turn on music because I'm actually more productive I just found that out about myself mm-hmm. that I the background noise is helpful so mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. what well, I think I've talked about this before one game that I created I think I do create kind of like games for myself I decided I was going to try and use all of the spices
1: oh yes I remember
0: uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I kind of I made that a game and it made I mean it was fun to me because I was One, using up different spices that maybe I don't know how to use or don't know what to do with, but also it made making dinner a lot
1: more fun. Right. You're like, what are we using tonight with something different? yeah.
0: I had to look up new recipes, try new things. Mm -hmm. So that made a fun game out of something that could have gotten pretty routine. What about with supervision specifically? What do you do? How could you create a game or make a game of something in supervision so it feels more interesting you're more engaged maybe the supervisees more engaged Mm -hmm.
1: there's a technique that I've done in group supervision before but you definitely need more than two of you having the conversation but when you do like a case presentation to like pause midway like through and throw like different variables in so instead of like you know the case presentation you talk about that case or whatever and then go back and revisit it and maybe instead of the um, person being 20 years old, you're like, okay, but now it's a 12-year-old. Same symptoms, same whatever. Oh, that
0: is fun and interesting.
1: I, okay, get it so let's in a say
0: if we're going to try an example right now, you're saying a client comes in and tells you that they're having a hard time at work and it's affecting their important relationship at home. And it's a man and they're in their 30s and then you switch it up a little bit right. and you say it's a woman mm-hmm. and she's in her 50s right and she is in a relationship with a
1: woman and so you're getting you change some of the dynamics right and you're getting your supervisor your supervisees to not only see it through a different lens a little bit like what other factors are you considering but also you change up the monotony of like being so focused on like here we are with my five clients that i'm going to tell you about this week you know you change up mm-hmm. but if it was different what would you do differently
0: yeah I think that would even highlight, to me, it could highlight the sum of the decision-making that the supervisee had Mm -hmm. because of the specific characteristics of their client. So if we switched it, like I said, to a woman who's in her 50s, who's in a relationship with a woman, then you go, oh, some of my response was specific to the fact that our pretend client was male 30. Right. That you would note, it would highlight or or help you notice. That's interesting. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try that. I do something similar with theory. Okay. That maybe I know my supervisee thinks Mm -hmm. that they are person-centered or something like that. And they're telling me about a client and telling me their conceptualization and what they're going to do with the client. And then I I would ask them to try on a different theory.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, what would it look like through a different perspective? Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So if we were talking about this same client, but we're talking about it from an Adlerian perspective, what's different? What's the same? Right. I And partly, like I'm saying, with even the characteristics of a client, if we're changing that, that it helps you highlight what's similar and what's not similar. Right. So you would maybe notice, oh, I'm still really listening to this person and noticing how they interact with their world. But from an Adlerian perspective, I'm also thinking about the goals that I right. have, the goals that the client has. Mm-hmm. Goals. Right. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to try. I'm going to give that a shot. I think another thing that I do that feels kind of like. I don't know if it's a game, but it kind of fun Mm -hmm. or brings um, some playfulness to supervision. When I do group supervision, I ask everyone to bring a resource to share.
1: Yes, that is a fun way to kind of like open up supervision, get talking about some Mm -hmm. other things that aren't just client based.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that they enjoy, you know, they think about it outside of supervision. Mm -hmm. What can I bring? And they're thinking about their peers and supervision. Like, oh, I think that My peer and supervision might appreciate this training I heard about, this book I'm reading. Mm -hmm. Okay, Heather, our last point in this article that they made is that everything can be interesting, unique, or novel. Can everything be?
1: I was going to say, I think this is a bold (laughs) statement. (laughs) I think that we can attempt to make some things fun, and a lot of it's about attitude, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have the right perspective or the right attitude It could be exciting or fun, but catch me on an off day or a bad day, and I'm going to tell you to take that and run.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to think. I had to make some phone calls to insurance companies this week. Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) I That's my least favorite thing to do as a a counselor is call insurance companies and deal with claim issues. And I don't know how I would make that fun.
1: Okay, I can tell you how to make that fun. Okay. You need to have an accent. You need to be in character mode. And then it's entertaining and fun for yourself. But you got to make sure you hold that accent the whole way through.
0: Or not. (laughs) What if I I had an accent and then I switched to a different accent? There you go. I I just made calling the insurance fun. Yeah. I do usually try to be really uh, personable with the other person. Right. Uh, I think because I'm thinking their job is horrible, Mm -hmm. this is what they do for a living every day, all the time. They talk to people about insurance claims every day and that makes me sad for them. So I always try to be really personable or relatable to them, but even that's
1: hard. Right. I do think it goes back to having like a good attitude and there are going to be days that's easier and there's going to be days that's harder. Mm -hmm. But. Or
0: I don't know, what if I was, I see, I try and do this and then I get mixed up. (laughs) But I'll, I'll try and maybe like, read something or i'm doing something while i'm on hold or oh while yeah I'm with, and then i get mixed up and they and then they pick back up and go okay what was that claim number and i'm like oh whoa
1: claim number hang on <laughs> let me um
0: yeah and i have to go and find it and oh i'm so sorry it was right here or, you yeah. know so it doesn't always work right for me in that situation mm-hmm. but yeah that one's a stretch for me to imagine that calling insurance companies about problem claims could be right novel or interesting or mm-hmm. engaging right <laughs> maybe if i went for a walk but right. then i wouldn't ha- i don't know then you wouldn't I'll have, have to- what you need in front of you <laughs> right i'll have to work on this how i can make that one interesting so today heather and i talked about being focused in supervision that distraction is driven by discomfort if you turn things into a game then right you can be less distracted and that if you try hard enough and that's going to be our challenge for the week right to try hard We can make everything interesting. Heather and I would love to hear some of your remedies for feeling distracted in supervision or some of the other tasks that you have in the week. And we would also love to hear your ideas for topics. Thanks again for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.